Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be going through the Camogie, uh, Hurling, and Underage football scene in Cavan. I'm delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Angus Health, Paul Fitzpatrick. But before we go to Paul Fitzpatrick, let's get straight into it. I'm delighted to be joined again by Tom Mannion, the coach of the Cavan Senior Hurling team, as they get ready to welcome Leitrim to Kingspan Breffney Saturday afternoon, 2 pm. Throw in a big, big game, Tom. How's the preparations going? Yeah, not bad, uh, Damien. We uh, we uh, obviously very disappointed from the last game, but we um, trained well the last couple of nights. So, um, yeah, and kind of tweaked and looked at a couple of things that uh, we needed to work on. And, yeah, looking forward now to a big game on Saturday in uh, uh, at home. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we get a bit of a crowd and uh, get behind us and get into the knockout stage, be it a final or semi-final of the league. Yeah, the last time I was talking to you was was you know you hadn't actually trained after the the Lancashire game. So, what was training like after that one? Yeah, so I suppose we um, a lot of the stuff that we were looking at was uh, how we simple fundamental errors. So it was very much back to basics, um, saying that look at uh, we didn't think that. Um, we didn't deserve to win it because we gave up so many mistakes and, and uh, it's not enforced by the opposition as such, but more so kind of errors that were in our control. So um, very much went back to basics. I think everyone was in agreement that, you know, it was one that we probably left behind us. And uh, by, by brushing up on it and being a little bit stricter and harsher on ourselves in training with those basic uh, using the ball, minding the ball, that, that we could... Um, we could um, it definitely improve, and the lads have responded. Like in fairness, the last couple of sessions it's been, uh, you know, it's been tough going, and it's been good. Uh, we trained on um, on Saturday morning, and it was a really good session, probably one of the, the the better ones we've had so far this year. So, so yeah, looking forward to it now, and hopefully we can uh, right a couple of wrongs from from two weeks' time. What do you know about Leitrim? Obviously, they're they're going quite well at the moment. Yeah, they're flying at Dave. Um, sure, I suppose Dave. Uh, won the two games um, they have uh, won the two games they've put up big scores like um, what the 321 or something like that in the last game um, they've get, they applied for goal uh, they put four goals past Cavan last year in Laurie Maher uh, bet, bet us 10 or 11 points last year so and, and they they're just down from Nicky Rackard like so they were in the contested Nicky Rackard semi-final I think two years ago so you know they'll um, they'll be coming pretty confident uh, particularly after our latest results um, they have a big physical team um, they have good hurlers in the right areas and um yeah, they're 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 always very very competitive uh, as well. So uh, we played them uh, in 
2021 in the league uh, in Carrickoshan, and it was we just got out on the right side of it. But um, yeah, uh, it's always like next Saturday. I'd say there'll only be a point or two either side. Yeah, it's. Um... It's it's one I suppose for for the players themselves and and there is a big push and I suppose a, a credit to to everybody to try to get the Cavan support in behind it. I know the Cavan minor footballers are playing before it, so there's a good chance people will stay on. But it's one of those ones that I think that the Cavan public, anybody with a bit of an interest, is looking at this one because it's a make or break kind of a, a scenario that's you know, you, you guarantee yourself a final spot in the league by winning this game. So there's a wee bit of pressure, which mightn't be a situation that Cavan Horlers are used to going into. Yeah, exactly. But isn't that exactly what we wanted? Like that, it's not a, it's not a thing whereby you know you're hoping that we're um, we're going to be competitive or whatever. It's it's now where we've we've got the two wins. Um, and we put ourselves in a position where we can get to a final. And um, it, now it's it's about having the character to like drive on and, and believe in, in what we've been doing. Like so, there is pressure, but you know that's that's kind of what what we're looking for, and that's what we what we said at the start of the year is what we're looking for. Put us in those positions where we can contest tournaments, where we can you know uh, not only be competitive, they are uh, it was kind of a you know an honourable defeat or whatever, but more so that. You know, we got out the right side of it, and and uh, we we contested finals and we win winning finals. So yeah, definitely, there definitely is a bit of pressure. It'd be nice to get to a league final, and uh, uh, you know, but you don't do that by winning two games in the league and losing two games. You have to you have to earn the right. And and for me, I think we it's a it's a must win on on Saturday. How how big of a gap then after this if if Cavan do win there's there's still a round of league games the following weekend which Cavan have to buy in yeah so there's five teams we get to buy the following week so again I suppose it just shows the importance for us because if um, it's out of our hands then after Saturday you know mm. we've four games played uh, they have only uh, everyone else will have uh, three played with a round to come the following weekend so we we really need to get the six points and and then see do any other team get the six points and I suppose um, that that's kind of what what, what we were uh, we've been looking at is, is like forget about kind of permutations at the minute just get our job done uh, and then I suppose the following week we can uh, we can see what way it, it, it ends up and then after that I suppose it's um, if we get to a semi-final, it'll be on the weekend after that. If we get to a final, it'll be on the weekend after that. So there is a bit, a bit of a break if we got if we got to a final, which um, um, we'd be would be hoping to do. Yeah, T- talk to me about injury lists and 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 maybe the absentees um, from the the Lancashire game. Anybody expected back? Yeah, so I think we're um, we're due to have. Uh, uh, Cullum and Killian uh, uh, should be available machines uh, and uh, yeah so we, we pretty much have everyone I think for, for the next day um, apart from maybe the long term injuries like Inda Shalby who actually is back doing a bit of running and Creeping Kearney who's back doing a bit this week as well so 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 I suppose as, as the year goes on we're going to be um, it's going to be uh, getting a little bit more competitive and I suppose you know you're thinking about the league and you're thinking about uh, how it's going to be uh, you know, we're coming towards the end of the league, but also we're only five weeks or so out from from Larry Maher as well. Mm. So it's about keeping fitness, getting lads up to the level, and uh, uh, while we want to win the league and we want to get up to three uh, A, uh, we also have know that like Larry Maher is a big part of the year as well. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of hard to, I suppose you, you, you can't be in a position to turn your nose up at any silverware, but like I, I, I almost think that the league promotion is, is, is almost on a par with, with winning the Laurie Maher because it, you know, there, there's there's teams who end up in three eight that you're going to be playing very very high quality games in that as well. So the ideal scenario is obviously both. Well, <laughs> we're not going to yeah. get too greedy too quick, but no, no. But I'd agree with you. I'd a hundred percent agree with you. I think like we're not like uh, you know the the football in hurling top tier where no one wants to win the league. Uh, yeah, uh, we definitely want to win it because it's massive. Like you're you're playing better opposition, better standard opposition. Um, and you're you're improving for that, like, and uh, I think I think it's probably yeah I'd agree with you. It's not more important to win the league and uh, get get into the three A. Um, like there's there's extra teams, there's better teams in there. You have teams who like have come down from two B, who's not it's not that far away from like yeah. your your traditional Harlan County. So so like you're you're gonna get good uh, opposition there, and you know, that's the way you improve. Is like even in challenge games or anything, we'd kind of be looking for. For teams that are are uh, you know that level three A two B challenge games, if we if we had a down week, uh, if we qualify for the final, that we'd be looking for a two B team to to try and and just see where we're at with it. Because I, I actually don't think there's a huge gap uh, in three B three A. You can see Monaghan there; they're flying it in three A, and they're they're in Laurie Maher, so they're they're top of the table there. Like in that. I think that's just from you know hitting the ground running and uh, you know getting good opposition um, and, and you know you kind of go to your own level basically. So so I, I definitely think the league is massive. If we, if, uh, if we could get out of three B, it'd be it'd be massive for Cavan. It becomes a a big game too. I know it's obviously from the Cavan point of view, it is a massive game for Cavan. But for Leitrim, considering their last game is against Longford. They'll probably be looking at this and saying, "Well, we don't want to slip up here either against Cavan because, you know, Longford, you'd imagine will improve uh, as it goes on a wee bit. So there's no gimmies in Leitrim's last two games. No, no, no. There's definitely not. They um they'll be coming uh, uh locked and loaded as well. They'll have a, a full a full deck and they'll be going all out for the win. Uh, because uh, they don't want to be leaving until the last day. Uh, and as you say, playing Longford who. Will have improved, and you can see it in their in their last results. Like they had a good they had a good win away from home as well. So uh, they'll be improving as well. Each team, every team will be getting better as well as the, as the year progresses now. So mm. um, yeah, I I think Leitrim like will uh, will definitely be going out for getting the two points here on, on Saturday. And uh, you know they they probably I haven't checked, but I would say they go in uh, red hot favourites for for Saturday. But uh, you know, it's uh, we're at home. Hopefully, we get a good, good crowd there. I think there's a good few uh, uh, school children that are being invited to come in again, like the last day. So, um, yeah, we kind of said to lads like that. We, you know, we'll have three Laurie Mar games at home. We'll have this game at home, um, and so it's kind of four games. And like, if we can win those games, uh, all our home games, well, that put us in a good, in a good, uh, a good yeah. shout for for being competitive throughout the year. So that's kind of the, the aim, really, is to make you know any of our home games really really difficult for the opposition if you were to plan the weather for for your home games you wouldn't be planning what we're looking outside at the minute with snow falling here all afternoon on Thursday and, and I think tomorrow's given for a bit of a, a better day albeit cold and then it's it's a, a mixed bag of weather for the weekend so it's not mm. ideal hurling conditions 
No, it's not. It's not, and we've we've had to uh, like pull the session uh, this week or tonight, which is uh, which is disappointing. Like, but uh, just I suppose safety comes first, and uh, we'll try and get a bit bit of work done kind of remotely. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it is as you said. It's it, tonight. Today is supposed to be the worst bit in sight, and then. Uh, Tomorrow on Saturday, from what I've been reading, it's it's kind of a, a cold, but not not as uh, not as bad as what we've had today for sure. So so yeah, hopefully we get a, a decent day and uh, uh, get into get into the, the main pitch and uh, put on a, a good performance. I suppose. Yeah, looking looking forward to it. Um, uh, again, uh, and, and this is kind of a new thing, but maybe for for yourself. It, it it's not such a, a strange thing but the the kids coming in I love the idea that there's there's prizes for uh, people coming in and, and, and registering that they're they're coming to the game but the kids being allowed on to Kingspan Breffney get out puck around at half time I know we've spoken about it before but again it's it, it's planting a seed in these kids and I, I think it you know parents listening in maybe or grandparents or aunts or uncles you know if if they have a child that is in any way interested in in Horden they really should get into Kingsman Breffney on Saturday afternoon. Definitely, for sure. Like I think, uh, you know, uh, getting out at halftime uh, is is a great incentive for the kids. Um, and uh, yeah, the more we can get, the better. Like uh, I know Keith is doing great work there in, in promoting it, and Angela as well. So uh, yeah, it's just it's just I suppose getting um, uh, getting as many kids in as possible. There'll be plenty of hurling balls there for them to poke around with. And uh, yeah, I suppose uh, you know it was a great atmosphere the last day when when you had uh, you know the kids make great noise and that as well. So yeah, we'd be hoping to get get more of the same in, and if not, a little bit more. So yeah, if any of the mums or dads or or granny or granddads are around Saturday afternoon, uh, they could do worse than bringing them in to to Breffney for for a couple hours of hurling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll we'll look forward to seeing them about Kingspan Breffney. Um, before I let you go, Tom, the miners were. Maybe unlucky not to pick up all three points. They they drew at Monaghan at the weekend, gone by one goal and twelve to Monaghan, two goals and nine to Cav. And after suffering a couple of heavy defeats to Armagh and Tyrone, that's that's a confidence builder as they get ready for for Mana this coming Saturday. Yeah, good performance from what I've heard now. Um, and yeah, as you said, uh, could have won it. Uh, so so yeah, as as you said, they they've. Uh, Manna, they've one more game to come, so um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll they'll push on and maybe get a get a win in that game. Um, unfortunately, the under twenties game has been uh, pulled tonight, tonight because yeah. of uh, the weather. So um, I think uh, their next game is going to be against Fermanagh uh, next Wednesday. Um, so yeah, hopefully again uh, they they can go on and and do well and get a win in that as well. Yeah, with any luck at all, it's a bit bit unfortunate that. The game tonight was pulled, but looking outside the weather, there was never really a chance that that on the twenties game against Armagh was no. going to go ahead in the athletic round, considering the the conditions this morning. Um, for again, I, I have a slight bugbear with this both in Horland and in football. The 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 Cavan Miners in Horland taking on Fermanagh. It's in Canali at twelve o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So by the time the game's over there, it's half twelve or half one. Maybe you know it's it's a hell of a rush to get down to Kingspan Breffney for a group of people who are interested in hurling. I don't know the space in between this. It 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 it's 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 mind boggling that they couldn't just put that game on maybe even at eleven o'clock to allow it to 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 not deter yeah, people. Sorry. Yeah, and as you say, like they're not um 
it's a it's a it's a really it's a small it's a small bunch of suppose that support Harland. They're all mm. drawn from the same families and that. So yeah, a bit of um, a bit of uh, you know uh, kind of common sense. If if the games were played close to each other or at the same venue or you know something like that, I think I think definitely could could help. Uh, you know, definitely um, doesn't make it easy on on supporters or, or families or people players involved in any of those games to to try and get in both. Yeah, no, it's a little bit unfortunate, but look, we, we wish them the very, very best of luck. We'll try to get as much detail uh, from that game next week on, on the show. I'm hoping to to catch up with the manager of the minor team and, and have, a, have a quick chat with them as well. But um, Tom, as always, thanks very much for your time and very best of luck on uh, Sunday, Saturday afternoon in, in Kingspan Breffney. Fingers crossed it's it's back on to winning ways for, for the lads. Mighty. Thanks a million, Damien. So, Paul, Horlers, best of luck to them. Um, Hopefully there's a good crowd there. I think that's the one thing we all want to see is that the, the hurlers get a, a wee bit more support and, and the hurling fraternity, I suppose, get the opportunity to get down from Canali <laughs> if that game goes ahead, weather permitting at the minute. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, I suppose they, they really have picked it up since last year. Yeah. Like, Cavan, Cavan did struggle last year to get scores. Um, and the big thing, I suppose, is that they've got more players in this year. Obviously, Candice Maher is there again, and he's he's really leading the line from this year. Nicky Kenny is going to make his his debut this again. He's a cooler player. No, he actually played last week, I think, didn't he? Nicholas Kenny played against Lancashire, I think. Oh, sorry, did he? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that but that's a huge thing for them to have a player like him. Like, so I was actually looking at the betting for for that game. As far as I, I know, Kavanagh three to one to beat Leitrim at home, which I would imagine uh, is is a big price on Cavan. Mm. Well, Leitrim have had big wins so far, but but Cavan Cavan have been going well enough. Like they they were they definitely underperformed against Lancashire. So, um, and they were missing the two Shannon boys as well. So I I think that that's a big price. I think that's worth that's worth a look. Well, Cavan are into nine to four now. So straight off, oh, that's how much good. did you put on there? I can't <laughs> I believe it. You ruined it on everybody. Yeah, I actually didn't. It was Kevin Egan that, that picked it out for me. Um, I actually didn't, but uh. Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine there's a bit of confidence behind Cavan. Now, now, in fairness, like Leitrim have had the upper hand on Cavan yeah. in the, la- the last few times that they've met, but there is a sense that Cavan are, are going well here again. Like, Obviously, they had a bad day the last day, but they, they had two great wins in the first two games, and a win here will put them into the league final, it looks like. So mm. that would be massive. Yeah, it would. It'd be absolutely huge. So wish them the best of luck. And um, we will be talking with uh, Canis Maher on next week's Die Hards podcast where we'll be um having an in-depth interview with the with the former Kilkenny hoarder. So great to great to have that. And Dublin hoarder actually, which I didn't realise. But he um yeah, he'll be he'll be with us on the Die Hard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are cabin. Just to bring your attention to we had the Master Diary from the down game, which went down very, very well. We heard from some supporters and uh, some experts as well as Paul Fitzpatrick and Mickey Brennan. Um do you, do, you, do you like that one? I like your one. Yeah, I like super, your yeah. quip. I like your quip about uh, now that I've heard what the kids predict and <laughs> and Damien's children. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, we uh, let me see. We'll move on. Camogues, they're out tomorrow as well. Um, weather permitting, and I caught up with the PRO Maggie Galligan. So now to catch up on all the goings on in Camogie and Cavan, I'm delighted to be joined by the PRO of the Cavan Camogie Board, Maggie Galligan. Maggie, thanks a million. How's tricks? Oh, uh, all's good. All's good. Enjoying Quiet. the snow. 
Absolutely. It's great to get a day off. Did you get hit with a snowball yet? No, I'm I'm avoiding the outdoors. <laughs> the great indoors for you today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a disappointing uh, result down in, in Kerry last weekend for, for Philip the Gunner's side. Uh, falling 1-11 to 1-2. I suppose it was always going to be a difficult task. Absolutely, yeah. Kerry's been going very strong in the league so far. Um, they put up a good score of one uh, eleven to Cabins one two. I know uh, Gunnar will be very disappointed. He would have expected maybe more scores. Um, I wasn't at the match myself, but I do believe there was kind of a lot of missed opportunities and um, the, the struggle to get their Kerry had a particular player number eleven. She done a lot, a lot of scoring, and she done most of the damage for Kerry on the day. Yeah, look at a strong, strong attacking side carry if you look at their previous results. A big blow to Cavan going into the game was the loss of Neve Keenahan. She obviously went off injured in the in the leash game, but um have you heard anything on, on her, how how she looking or will she be back for Saturday's game? Um absolutely huge, huge loss to that forward line to to lose Neve, especially so early in the leash game. It was just before the break that she went off with that injury. Um I think that she could be out for a few weeks. They haven't actually confirmed anything as of yet. Um, but look at it. Hopefully she'll recover quite soon. It'll be good to get her back on the field. Yeah, yeah. Girl of her experience and talent is is pretty much irreplaceable. So hopefully it's sooner rather than, than later for, for Neil and for Cavan's point of view. It's it's a big weekend. The games keep coming. And now it's a local derby on, on Saturday afternoon. I presume conditions dictate whether this game will go ahead at the moment. But um, it's given for a bit of a tall later on this afternoon. So as it stands, 2 p.m. in Crosskeys, Cavan will, will host Mead in, uh, in their fourth game of the league. So yeah, correct. Uh, it's going yeah. around fast. Yeah, it's 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 coming around fast. Like we have um, then Westmead next weekend. So look at hopefully the weather clears up and the the pitch will be okay for tomorrow. But like again, Mead have been doing quite well in this this um, league so far. They've had a win over Leash. They've had a win over Westmead. Um, they lost to Kerry by a goal, and now Cavan at home. I know Cavan will definitely be looking to to get some points on the board and get a win over Mead just to kind of. Build the confidence, especially going into that last round. Yeah, it, it, it's important. Talk to me about the the league briefly on it. So, is it one up, one down, or what way? I, I, like promotion is probably out of Cavan's hands at this point. But, um, what way does it does it work across the five teams? Um, Are you maybe I'm asking you an awkward <laughs> question? Obviously, no. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure because um, this year th- there was two divisions in in two, so there's two mm. uh, division two A and two B. Um, so the, it it definitely wouldn't be one straight down. At, at at worst, you'd imagine that it leaves it there would be a relegation playoff. And oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think though, if we can get a, a win over Mead and Westmead, we we kind of stay stay. If it'd be good to you know keep that division two. Um, stay in that division for next year. Absolutely, we'll be trying our best. Yeah, um, I suppose actually, think, just thinking of it, like Derry, Derry are obviously have gone gone very well, so they're kind of sitting sitting on top. But maybe if there's two teams that go into a semi final, if there's two from either group, it's it's not out of Cavan's hands. I'm just trying to 
think as think as a talk here, but it, it it's a possibility two wins in the last two games and results go the other the other way that maybe a semi final yeah. place if it is uh, possible. Um, yeah, absolutely. Never say never. You, you just never know what way. Like it all depends on the day. Like we could go out and have a fabulous day against uh, Mead and Westmead, then the following week and results could go in opposite way for for Kerry and and Derry. Um, Derry. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of have to hope things go well on the day. Exactly. Keep on chasing it. Um, another uh, Cavan team getting out and getting into action this weekend. The Miners start their uh, Electric Ireland All Ireland Championship. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, so our miners are out in action. Um, they're against Armagh uh, in Lacken at two p.m. Um, so it'll be good. They were a little bit disappointed they lost the Ulster Minor Shield final against uh, Tyrone last weekend. Look, at it was their first game out. It was good to even just get a game under their belts, work together as a team. So coming this weekend, I know Freddie and his his management team will be looking to kind of solidify that team know who their starting 15 will be and go from there. Yeah, there seems to be plenty of talent available to that minor squad. Absolutely. and it, it, it looked like Tyrone had the advantage of playing that semi-final the week before. That yeah. extra game would have been huge. So hopefully Cavan can put their best foot forward against Armagh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Look, it was a huge benefit to Tyrone to, to get that, that game in the semi-final. Cavan were just unfortunate that Monaghan pulled out so they missed out on that opportunity. But you've got such fabulous players in there. You've Sinead Livingston had an excellent game last weekend. The likes of Emma Maher from Den. There's a lot of you know no one names on that minor team. They, you'd know them with their clubs, and it'll be great. You know I think they'll give Armagh a good rattle on Sunday. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Best look to to Freddie and and his management team and all the girls in in that one. We'll we'll try to pick up details on that for next week's yeah. podcast. So. Uh, Maggie, thanks very much. That's all we for. We'll hope that Cavan get a double win at the weekend. And uh, of course, the Lacken ladies, uh, All Ireland success has been celebrated with their dinner dance on Saturday night. So um, yeah. I'm delighted to be doing MC on that one. I'll be bringing all the gossip back from that I'm one. I'm sure it will be a great night and I hope to have a wonderful time. Thanks, Maggie. Super, thank you. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. So best of luck to, to all the Camogie teams out this weekend. Um, Paul, let's jump into the underage stuff. So the Cavan Miners, they had a big win against Sligo in their opening round in Milltown Saturday week, and then they went up to Gravahi last Saturday to take on Tyrone, who I was talking to a few people from down around Monaghan who would be involved in schools football. They reckon that both Derry and Tyrone at minor this year are super strong, that they're they're all Ireland contenders. Cavan were beaten and the scoreline looks pretty bad, but I actually seen this game and it wasn't nearly as bad as the scoreline would suggest. It was kind of Tyrone's ability to, to get goals at crucial stages um gave them the upper hand really. Yeah, I thought you were going to use the famous Bill Shankly line there after Liverpool lost 
lost 5-1 to some team back in the 70s or whatever. He said, five lucky breakaways is all he got. <laughs> Cavan conceded five goals. Funnily enough, all of the listed full back line for Tyrone scored goals. Um, mm. Look, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a depressing result that we, we have a, a, a very good minor team that has gone well in challenge games and so on and great start against Sligo. And again, Tyrone just turned around and beat us. There's definitely something about Tyrone that we just can't seem to be able to get over the line against Tyrone. We we struggle in, in any grade of football to get over the line against Tyrone, which is which is a sickener. Um, but look, it's better to lose to them now and hopefully maybe put that right if it came to meeting them in the championship. But mm. um, yeah, you saw the game, Damien. Were, like, were there positives? I know Cavan conceded two two in the first ten minutes, and then actually managed to hit the front then around half time. So that suggests that Cavan competed well, but then yeah. second half let in a few more goals. To, to be fair to Calvin and, and to to Shani Smith and and the management, they they didn't go up there with any fear because they went absolute man for man. There was no plus ones, there was no sweepers, there was nobody that was behind. And to be honest, probably two of the goals were a forward just not used to defending, if you know what I mean, just kind of going falling asleep for a for a split second, but. Overall, in the balance of it, Cavan were probably the better team in the first half. They, they they played the better football in longer spells. They didn't quite take their scoring chances. And in the second half, Cavan actually really dominated far more of the possession. But again, it was just the goals. Tyrone were able to get goals. Cavan missed some scorable frees, which the lads would be disappointed with themselves. Like there were, there were ones that were at crucial stages after Tyrone get a goal, you get an opportunity to get a, a reply with a point from a free and Cavan missed them. So I think that the, the areas that Cavan will look at in this game where chances created, I'd say Cavan had more chances created than Tyrone did and just chances taken. Tyrone took goal chances when maybe Cavan at the other end of the field were, 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 were going to tap it over the bar. Tyrone were just a little bit more ruthless on it. But if I was the calf in management now, I'd be, I'd be quietly confident coming away from that. That if you if you upped your performance five ten percent, you you could actually beat that uh, that Tyrone team. I I I don't think that Tyrone team was much better than Cavan in any way. I think if Cavan even with a slight tweak in a system or putting a little bit of cover at the back. If Tyrone didn't get them goals, <laughs> it sounds simple. If Tyrone didn't score them goals, Cavan would have won. You know, mm. but but I, I I do think that that's fixable. So I I kind of seen the result like that, and I was saying, oh no, this is this is poor. Like this is it, it's a disappointing result. But when I dug into it and actually seen the game, I I came away with a bit of optimism that this this minor team are on the right track. They kicked the ball really well. Like I have to say. You can hear the, the 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 shouts from the sideline, kick, 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 and they're they really give their forwards every chance in a one on one situation. Like there there's some really really good kickers on the field. Um, I think there's some excellent players down through the line. I think uh, Luke Allison and and Ben Smith there in particular coming from the back line look look strong runners and good ball carriers and. The forwards are, are very stylish players. Probably need a little bit of work on their defensive end, the, the, the forward players. But if they if they can just tighten up the defense a bit, I don't think this Cavan team will be far away. I I I think that they've they've made positive progress, and I I think they'll be they'll be hard hard bet. And then they get lots of games in Ulster as well. Like so, they've got you know they've got Fermanagh on Saturday um, at twelve o'clock in Kingsbound Breffney tomorrow. 
Um, I think then they've won more game in the league and then they, they, they can go into a championship where they've got a backdoor at minimum, if not a group stage. I can't remember what the format is there. But there's loads of games for these boys to develop. And I think the more they play top teams like Tyrone, the better they're going to become. I, 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 I anticipate a big bounce back actually this weekend as well. I think they'll be hurting by being beaten by Tyrone. And I think they could take it out of Fermanagh. Yeah, well, it's, it, it is a true development competition now in the sense that you've, you've a group stage in the Ulster Championship. So it's it's not all about winning it. Of course, we're all growing up attending football matches and, and it's about winning it. And there has to be a balance, Scott, too. You can't have those glorified sort of uh, challenges. At the end of the day, like there's no some minor championship up for grabs and, and that holds a certain amount of prestige. But mm. like, I would say that probably, even though minor football was always the most unpredictable grade and now that it's gone to under 17, it's probably more unpredictable again because that's are a year less mature. But I would imagine that the group thing is going to suit the stronger teams because, yeah. you know, in a straight knockout, you you could get a home draw in a quarter final against a weak team. Things go right, even a good, even against a strong team. Minor football, you never knew. Um, and next thing you know, you're in a semi final, and you could easily enough find yourself in a, in another final. And you might have had the greatest team of all time. Mm. Um, whereas now, like I imagine, the best teams are going to be in the final, and that's it. So it's probably going to be that little bit harder now to make the breakthrough. But I get the sense that Cavan are probably hovering around fourth in Ulster in minor football in the last few years. Like we're making a good few Ulster minor semi-finals and things. There seems to be a gap. Derry and, and Theron and Monaghan as well were strong over the last five six years. But uh, there is a. I do get the sense that we're we have we're clinging on to the coattails of the top teams in minor. We're not just able to. To beat them, we haven't been in the Ulster minor final. I think since twenty seventeen, and that was the team we went on to an All Ireland semi final. So it would be great to make an Ulster minor final. But by all accounts, like there's a great setup there. Shawnee Smith and his coaches really are preparing the team very well, and that's a big advantage too to have a manager and his backroom team into the second year because they'll have learned a lot too. I know you have a high turnover of players now, especially when it's under seventeen. Um, when it was when it was under eighteen. You would have had a quite a few lads who were who were strong enough at seventeen to make that mm-hmm. team, and and a lot of two year minors and the odd three year minor, which was exceptional. Uh, now two year minors are they're not rare, but it's it's not as common, nearly as much as common as it used to be. So it's a lot of change change over there. So from that point of view, I think it's good to have continuity in the management, and um, it's good to have a manager there who knows what he what he's doing, and not that the other ones didn't, but um. I think Cavan are going to be well prepared. What a boost it would be, Damien, if, these, if the miners could get to an Ulster final or pick up a few big scabs or even just beat Tyrone. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah. if this, if a minor team, Cavan minor team beat Tyrone, it would be a big thing because we haven't seen that happen since 2011 in the Ulster final down in Brewster and uh, before that, God knows when it happened. Yeah. I know we beat them in a, a league game before COVID. Yeah, yeah. But it has been it has been a while, all right. So we 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 look forward to that. So fingers crossed that they get the win over Fermanagh, which would help them potentially progress in in the league. Although I'm not sure if it goes to a semi final or final or or what exactly happens on it. But um, get another win under their belt would be a great a great return for them. So wish them the best of luck. We'll bring the result to you next week on the podcast. Um, and then into the under twenty. So obviously we finished up with the league game last Saturday afternoon against Leitrim over in, in Park Sean and, and came away with a comfortable enough victory in the end. So um finishing the league with, with two wins from three games, but as a result of Longford beating Fermanagh, um Kevin, we don't progress to the to the league final. So it's Longford taking on Armagh 
in that league final. So, um, but yeah, all in all, I suppose the the league was was good for for finding out a wee bit more about players and and being able to 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 get them out into competitive games. It's it's one of those things you'd you'd love more games though. You just love more competitive games. Yeah, I I only the only game I saw of yours, Damien, was the Longford game. Uh, so you're the reason. <laughs> and okay, you won the other two. Um, I picked I picked the right game to go to for to, for running you down. But uh, I I got the sense that even the Longford weren't bad. I know Cavan were very disappointed that evening, but I I thought Longford weren't too bad that evening. They looked like a decent enough outfit and had a couple of good forwards and were really up for it on mm. both sides of, of the white line that evening. So I'm not surprised to see Longford get to the final, but. They they did lose, didn't they? They lost their second game. Yeah, they lost to Leitrim. Lost to Leitrim, yeah. Um, um, so Leitrim were a big, physical, strong team. So uh, I I can see where if Longford lacked in motivation in any game, they 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 would have dipped fairly quickly. I think it, what they brought against us was highly motivated. It was it was full of energy, and and they weren't going to be outworked. Um, and yeah. that that was their mantra for the day. So um, maybe. They made the mistake of of taking Leitrim for granted, and and Leitrim caught them. Um, it was a good enough Leitrim side. They they ran from Anna very very close. It was a real close game with them. So it wasn't a. How long how long do you have now, Damien, to championship? Remind me. Twenty ninth of March. So it's three weeks from Wednesday gone by. So um, how will how will you prepare the team now? Will you have, do you have challenge games lined up, or is it all in house from here on? Or do you want to tell us? Yeah, no, we we we'll have we'll have hopefully two challenge matches all going well. Although the snow outside doesn't help the situation in in that, and and it doesn't help you in training, unfortunately. So, um, you're you're kind of hoping that that you don't get anything that throws a spanner in the works. But yeah, essentially it'll be hopefully a couple of challenge matches and and some in house games and and straight through to to. Either Kings Bambrefni if it's if it's Monaghan um on Wednesday the twenty ninth or the Athletic Grounds if it's Armagh on on the same evening. So the week before we'll get the opportunity to watch Monaghan and Armagh and see what we're coming up against and and try to try to line ourselves out. But at this point it's it's kind of a a race against time um for a few players just trying to get them back from injury and that and, and seeing can we can we get our, our full panel back onto the pitch in time. Mm. And um, have you many of last year's minors that are going to be in contention for a place on the twenty six come championship? Yeah, we would have. We we've quite a few. In fairness, like that's the one thing that I would say about last year's minors. They're they're coming in and having a, a. There's more of them coming in and having an impact than previous years. Um, you know, it's hard for a lad that a seventeen year old to come in and compete with a twenty year old or a nineteen year old. There's a, there, there can be a big difference but that gap has been closed all the time and the lads coming out of minor are, are physically you know I'd say they're, they're 80% of the way there um, so it, it's not as big a gap as it used to be there's quite a few that would be in contention I, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head we definitely have seven or eight lads that are that are um, under 18 technically um, that would would all be in contention for for places on the panel and on the team. Um, so there, I'm I'm just trying to. There's there's actually none of that age group that are injured at the moment. Um, so they're all pushing really hard and and in a good position to go and and make a a burst for the panel and for the team. So yeah, there's there's I I, I do think what came out of last year's minors was 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 a quality bunch of players. There there is enough quality in it. Um, we probably have. One that that would have been a big big loss to Calvin in in favour of Shehu. He, 
I, I think he was something that Cavan maybe would have got over the line against Derry if they had the likes of him available for them last year in that minor grade because he, he, he was really a, a high high energy player that, that causes defences a huge amount of problems. He scored 1-1 at the weekend against Leitrim um, in corner forward. So, you know, you imagine that playing with, with the minors last year. He was definitely worth a few scores in that game. Mm. Well, well, it sounds like he's an exciting player now. So, we're looking forward to, see, to seeing you, seeing how you go in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it all goes well. Uh, that's all we've time for, folks, on the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. As I say, don't forget to check out the Die Hard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. Uh, match Day Diary is, seems to be the, the favor, flavor of the week, not favor of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, folks, thanks very much for listening. Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks, David. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Cavanaugh, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>